Welcome to the official podcast of Oklahoma Next Gen Leaders. This podcast exists to empower the next generation of leaders through intentional mentorship. And this episode, we're going to be hearing from Amanda Borders. Now, before we get into this episode, there's a few things that I want to invite you to do. Please subscribe to this podcast wherever it is that you listen and make sure to follow us on social media. This way you can stay up to date on fresh content and brand new episodes. Amanda Borders is the wife of the Oklahoma District Youth President, Derek Borders, as well as a rock star mom to their three kids. You are not going to want to miss all the great content coming your way right here in this episode. So let's jump right in. Hello. It's so good to be here today with you. Um, First off, I want to um, say a huge thank you to the Hughes and this incredible team. Um, It's such a privilege to serve with such amazing uh, people. Um, I also want to uh, make a quick shout out to the youth of Oklahoma. Um, They are pretty special to me. Um, I'm so proud of them. It's it's uh, so incredible to see them at uh, youth functions and on social media and seeing all the incredible things that they're doing. Um, their hunger for God and willingness to give to the kingdom is, is just incredible. Um, I'm so proud of each and every one of you. Um, I, if you are a young person and you are listening right now, I want to encourage you to do more than you have ever done before right now. Um, it is an incredible time that we're in, and I believe in each of you, and I believe you are going to do great things. So let's transition into uh, the topic I'm going to talk about today. Um, I'm going to talk about just a choice away, and this is not going to be some amazing um, revelation or anything. It's just going to be a simple reminder for all of us. Um, I was reading an article the other day, and I found it fascinating that the average adult makes 35,000 choices per day. I mean, that is incredible. 35,000 choices a day. And the thought of that, it just, it makes me, (laughs) makes me exhausted. Um, Wow. Um, If you spend seven hours sleeping... That means that you are making um, 2,000 decisions an hour or one decision every two seconds. Um, for my Enneagram 9 personality, um, that right there is kind of scary because um, if you're an Enneagram 9, choices don't come easy for you. And that uh, just makes me tired and, and makes me thankful that... Um, I get to sleep at night and rest my uh, decision-making brain. Um, But as we know, some choices may be hard and and, and some choices come easy. Uh, Some easy choices that we make might be, you know, what we're going to wear today or or what we're going to have for breakfast or um, even in in quarantine. Am I going to visit the living room today or today am I going to visit the garage? (laughs) Um... But um, those are easy choices, um, but 
on the flip side, uh, some choices are hard. Um, hard choices might be where am I going to go to college or uh, maybe what financial decision do I need to make? Um, right now, um, families are making hard decisions, you know, hard decisions about um, their futures. Um, if you've you know, lost your job, or if you're afraid that you may lose your job, you know, you're making hard decisions for your future. And right now, our president is working overtime, making um, hard decisions about what he feels is best for the country. And our pastors are making tough choices, what's best for the church. Um, let me take a moment, uh, Let's let's keep our pastors and our superintendent in our prayers. Um, I know a lot is weighing on their shoulders right now and the choices that they have to make. Um, let's pray for them. Pray for them every day. Keep them in your prayers. Um, I'm going to speak a little bit about my story and um, about four choices that I remember making as a kid and these choices um, might seem small, but um, uh, these choices, they, they changed my life forever. So I received the Holy Ghost um, when I was 12 at a friend's sleepover. And that was the year I moved into the youth group. And if you can remember the year you moved into the youth group, that was an exciting time. I mean, we had been waiting forever to move into the youth group, and we had been waiting for like 12 years to get into the youth group. So it was a long, it was a long time. Um, and so with that, that was a change in my life. But I didn't realize that when you receive the Holy Ghost that uh, God's going to change some things around. So um, the first choice uh, I was faced with um, was, um, my family didn't go to church, uh, every service. And I remember asking my mom, Hey, can we, can we go to church on Sunday, Wednesday and Friday youth? Um, I, I would really like to go to service, you know, every time that there's church. And thankfully she agreed and uh, she took me to every service she could. And, uh, the second choice I remember was a choice um, I had to decide do I want to look apostolic and um, I was at this time it was probably near the end of sixth grade and uh, actually I remember um, telling my friend from school um, I said hey you know um, after the summer and when we come back for seventh grade um, I might look a little different. Uh, I'm, I'm just giving you a heads up, you know, just in case, you know, I, things would be a little bit different, but I, I might look a little different just so you know. But I remember her looking at me like, uh, okay, whatever. Um, but it was a decision that I was faced with and I chose to, uh, look apostolic. Um, another choice I remember was this this is not an outward um choice like people couldn't see this on the outward it's more of an inward um choice and i remember distinctly um thinking to myself you know hey you know i'm 
I'm going to um, I'm going to decide to intentionally listen in service. I was I was probably about 14 at this time, and I made the decision that I was going to intentionally listen, and I was going to um, participate in the service. And it's incredible what I can remember um, learning at that time, you know, from uh, preaching, um, and what I can remember and how it changed my life. Um, the last choice I'm going to share is I was 17, and um, I it was a decision of, was I going to live my life the way I had it planned, or was I going to trust God with my future? And I, I believe it was during a youth revival, um, and I was going to be graduating that year, and I was going to... I had planned to go to college, but I didn't know what um, I was going to be majoring in. So that night, I knew I needed an answer from God. Um, and so the altar call was made, and I went up there. And I believe I was the the last one up there. Um, but I wasn't—I remember I wasn't up there because— um, God hadn't answered, um, answered me is because I was wrestling with the answer that he had given me and he told me to, to trust him and to not take the path that I had planned to take. And that was a hard decision. And a lot of people didn't understand, um, why I chose to go a different direction, but I believe with my whole heart that if I hadn't made that decision, I would not be where I am today. Um, so that, that was a hard decision. Um, now that's just a little bit about me and, and some of those things you think, well, you know, those, those are, those are little decisions and, you know, those are maybe easy to make or, or, you know, but for me, those were life changing choices that I made. Uh, you see, our, our young people are, are not just making choices, um, when they're going to college or when they're moving out. But our young people are making important decisions when they are 10, 11, or 12 years old. Um, and if you are a young person listening, when following Jesus, uh, no choice is too small. Okay, don't take the choices that you make for granted. Um, you never know how a choice can change your life. Um Leadership in the church um, is not always about your skills and abilities. And yes, skills and abilities, and um, they're important to have. I mean, you need to know what you're doing. But it is also about your willingness or your choice to follow Christ. You see, the disciples, they, they all had different skill levels. And they all had different abilities. And they were had things that they were they were each good at, um, but those skills and talents didn't matter much 
um, if when Jesus asked them to follow him, if they didn't drop everything and follow him. But we read in Scripture that they did that. And that decision changed their life, that choice. During we're, we're in a unique time during this quarantine. And during this time, we are still called to make choices. Okay? And now is... Um, not the time to walk away or disconnect from the church. Um, it is a a very critical time to make the right choice. And now more than ever, we are called to rely on our, our own walk with God and not to rely on, on others, their walks with God. Um, so here's some things that you might can do during this time. Um, I encourage you, make the choice to draw closer to God. I mean, we should be reading our Bible and praying and fasting. And, and you know, we should have been doing that before this quarantine. But now more than ever, we have we have more time on our hands. And, you know, um, our calendar, we look at it every day. And there are things deleting from it every day. So um, you shouldn't have an excuse now. Um, so, um, maybe, uh, find somebody that you can be accountable to, you know, text them and say, Hey, I've read my Bible and prayed today. Or, you know, if you need to set an alarm on your phone, um, so you, that you can remember to, um, to read and pray, do that. Uh, find a, a good devotional, um, find, find some books, uh, that will help you with your walk with God. Um, if you have children at home, the kids are our home. We are, um, all teachers now. They are all homeschooled and maybe put in their schedule a time for prayer and a time for Bible reading. Um, uh, teach them a Bible lesson every day. Um, read the, read devotional every day with them. Um, maybe find other church uh, services their kids' church uh, from Sunday morning. Uh, show them to your kids. Um, have them memorize scriptures. Um, our kids should be learning about Jesus more than ever. Um, now we we have time to take the time and um, not only teach them their schoolwork but also teach them about the Bible. Um, make the choice to attend and engage in every online service. If your church is not doing online service, you know, maybe find a church that that is and and be faithful to their services. You know, make your home a place where God's presence can be. You know, maybe maybe sitting on the couch is um hard to focus on the service. If it helps, you know, set your home up like like church, set out chairs. Um if if that doesn't work, um Maybe go to the church and sit in the parking lot and watch the online service. Um, participate, stand, clap, pray, uh, just like you would do if we were in the building. Uh, participate in it. Have pre-service prayer before it begins. Um, we are now in a time when uh, you can get all the church you want. Uh, every church is, is doing online services. You know, Get online. Uh, find some other church services to attend. Um, 
Make the choice to stay connected to your church family. Start a group chat. Hold a Zoom meeting so you can see and talk to everyone. Uh, Send cards. Uh, Do something nice for your church family. Maybe do a drive-by so you can smile and wave. I mean, get creative. Stay connected with your church family. Um, Make the choice to start a Bible study. Or if you had a Bible study going, there's no need for that to stop. Um, Get creative. Uh, Hold a Zoom meeting. So, you know... Um, or a Zoom Bible study um, so that you can uh, do your Bible study. Or uh, your P7 club club does not have to stop. Uh, Get creative. uh, Find ways to connect with your P7 students. Um, People right now are looking for things to get involved in. Um, Right now, people are are looking for answers and the time that we're living in. I mean, they don't, they don't understand what's going on and they want answers just like we want answers. Now is an incredible time to find people who are hungry. I mean, right now is happening is, is a great awakening is happening. Um, and so, you know, help others find Jesus through this, help them find, um, hope that in the future, but even after all this is over, after this quarantine is over, um, plug yourself back into church. Jump in 100%. You know, don't get used to not going to the church building through this time. Please, please, please plug yourself back in. Get involved. Uh, the church is going to need your skills and abilities. They're going to need you. You're going to need the church when this all ends. Um, I just want to remind you that you're just one choice away from the closest you have ever been to Jesus. And you're just one choice away from being that witness to someone else. You're just one choice away from being someone's light in the darkness. You're just one choice away from being the best you. And you're just one choice away from making that choice that may change your life forever. Every choice is followed by an action. So don't just make a choice, but actually do the choice. So... I want you to ask yourself, what choice do I need to make today? Or an even deeper question, what choice is God asking me to do today? Um, It's been great to be with you. Um, Thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoy and God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode. In our next episode, we're going to be hearing from Pastor Rob Wyatt from Paseo, Oklahoma. I love Pastor Wyatt, and I know that you're going to love him too. And like always, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a review wherever it is that you listen. This way we can reach more people with all of this awesome content.